you know, when Bowtie Bull started, I think he tweeted something about how creating an avatar would be beneficial and everything. And then, like, I kind of saw what was going on. I hopped in. I was like, let's see what's, what's, what's going on. And then, you know, all of a sudden, within a two-week span, it seemed like everything was just moving at such a quick pace. Um, and then I guess that's how the jungle, the jungle was born, you know? I mean, the first two weeks of the jungle, you, you, I mean, you saw it was absolutely crazy. Everybody was tweeting. Everybody was on Discord. Like, it, you could not keep up with the amount of information that was being put out by everybody because everybody was trying to jump in and get in. It was a swarm of cyber D-Gen Hornets. It's yeah. <laughs> early on is I think early May. Ox apply. They're talking about Discord, and of course now there's a spaces. I guess it's a close, or sorry, not Discord podcast. Well, Spun showed up a couple weeks ago, and then he went and did the first podcast like two days ago uh, with me on it, and then he did a spaces yesterday. It's it's what Bull was talking about. Like there's no such thing as original ideas as original execution. So yeah, I wanted to ask you, uh, referencing your Twitter, and it'll come back. It will come back. You mentioned you have something in the works. Uh, can you spare any details or hints as to, you know, what that might be? Is it is it a newsletter? Is it a website? E-commerce? All right. So something to chew on. It it is e-commerce and it is a product or products. Okay. Um, I am working with another animal. You can you can take your guesses. I think you would probably know out of a few animals, probably at least who it would be. Um, Get a short list, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, but uh, keep but keeping it under wraps because we believe in the idea, and we want to make sure we execute it properly. And I don't want to start like putting it out there and then you know we run into issues because uh, when running you know an e-com store uh, anonymously. You kind of have to go through different channels and like, I've never had to do that. So that's something that's new to me. Different channels. Are you referring to platforms? Like, to sell? Like, so, so for example, like if I want to start my own, like if I'm starting my own product, right. I have to go to a supplier for said product. If I want to go to the supplier, the manufacturer, I have to provide my legal information to a lot of these companies. Uh huh. So, right. So right now, starting trying to figure out how to do an anonymous LLC and figure out how we can do this totally anonymously without having to give out our information to the manufacturers. Interesting. So, almost decentralizing, at least information in regards to the supply chain. Where Bowtie Bull is hiring people anonymously. So I, now you want to work in legit, like traditional business relationships anonymously. Correct. Which you know you're you're dealing with certain legalities and yeah. it's it's a different space. But to me, it's it's an opportunity that I'm welcoming. It's something that kind of came across to me that felt like a great idea. And now it's just all about like we're just talking about execution. So it is going to take a few months to get get up, and you know there's going to be a significant amount of capital that needs to be spent to be able to get this going. 
but once it's going, I believe that it's going to be beneficial, not just to the jungle, but to people outside the jungle, because it's going to continue to go on a lot of things that I tweet and a lot of things that the other animals agree on, including you, you know, just with health stuff. Um, so that's, that's as much as I'll give away on that. But uh, I, I think in your mind, you can take a good guess as to what it is. I, I have a couple ideas and um, of course, extremely confident that a couple of people who you might be working with, but definitely if you're willing to share, is there a, is one of the, the niches already formed in the jungle, a target audience for your product? Are you targeting an audience so you're that, saying like, so I'll just run through a list. You don't have to specify, but for example, there's, there's bodybuilding and there's nutrition and there's cooking and there's, there's fasting and there's carnivore and there's B2B SaaS so and OPSEC. So the first five you just mentioned, it kind of goes in with all that. It's kind of under the health umbrella. Okay, cool. Cool. Uh, of course, you're, uh, you but fast do, yourself, like right? Said, As an example. Yes, I, I fast every day. Um, what was your first meal today? For the last eight. My first meal today was around 12 o'clock, 12 p.m. EST. Um, what, did I, what did I eat today? So uh, first meal I had today was three eggs, uh, you know, cooked in ghee with salt and pepper and sourdough ghee. toast. Good man. Yeah. That's all you need sometimes, so, salt, salt, pepper, um, butter. That's protein. kind of, yeah, I mean, most, most mornings when I do uh, cook breakfast, it's always eggs. Uh, sometimes I'll have eggs raw just because I'm on the go and I want them quicker. Uh, but I do <laughs> prefer eating eggs whole just because I enjoy it more. Um, Rocky uh, you know, I, I've been I've been eating eggs religiously. Yeah, I've been, <laughs> I've been eating eggs religiously since uh, I would say you know eighth, ninth grade in high school, um, consistently um, throughout the years. Uh, you know, there's some weeks where I might miss a day or two, but for the most part, six to seven days a week, I am getting some type of I'm getting eggs in my system because, as you know, you know that how good they are for you and um, vitamins, you know, cholesterol. That's proteins. Every, everything. And, and you know, even when you're going organic free range, it's still cheaper than the majority of the shit out there that people are consuming that they think is healthy for them when in reality it really is. You get a dozen eggs for a couple bucks. Yeah, exactly. It, now, how did you uh, just kind of go after Twitter and, and, and different convert, uh, threads is – how is your, let's say, lifestyle evolved, right? Let's say the three pillars are health, wealth, relationships. And health can be physical, it can be mental, it can be spiritual, however you're defining that. How is, let's say, five years ago, 2016, uh, your three pillars, your your lifestyle habits kind of changed? All right. So you said, you said health, wealth, relationships. Wealth and relationships. Correct? So let's start with health. Okay. That's, so I, you already touched. So so from health, um, you know, at, like obviously eggs still the same. Um, from a working out standpoint, um, I felt like I've gone more, you know, leaned more towards doing lifting than cardio as opposed to about five years ago. 
um, I was probably doing like, you know, like a more of a, I say like a 60, 40 split of uh, cardio or uh, lifting 60, 40 cardio. Now I would say it's more 80, 80, 20 um, lifting the cardio. Just because I prefer lifting. I think it's, yep. But it's exactly what you guys were talking about in the discord the other night. Exactly. You, you were going in on it. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm at with the, with just like my health for lifting. But from a food standpoint, I feel like I've learned a lot in the last five years. Um, definitely move more towards a carnivore side of a diet. Um, I don't believe in going uh, all in on a certain food group. I don't think you should just eat total carnivore. I still believe like everything in moderation, balance is key. Um, so, you know, I have my cheat meals here and there, and I still enjoy food. As you saw last night on Twitter, I, uh, I made grilled chicken parm. I mean, it was fire. Um, but you know, but you know, the, the cheese isn't perfect for you, the pasta, you know, it's not the healthiest carbs, but, um, I do believe in living your life too, and not trying to be totally strict on everything because then that's when it becomes, it feels more like work and you're not enjoying yourself. It's that balance between like anything it's, you want to be healthy, but you know, you're going to die someday. So where's the, the, the cutoff between this is enough? Yeah, exactly. As for someone that's, you know, in their mid-20s, right, I look at life and I'd be happy if I lived to, like, you know, 75 or 80. Now, mind you, if I'm extremely healthy at, you know, 80 and I'm feeling real good about myself, then, yeah, I would want to live longer, but – I mean, you look at just America in general. I mean, most people that are hitting eighty aren't aren't doing too well. So it's like most people hitting fifty aren't doing I just too well. Live a, it, well exa- exactly. So it's like I want to make sure that I live a life that I enjoy, that I take care of myself, and that I don't want to be like incapacitated. So if I get to that point where I'm running into a lot of health issues or something, it's like you know, I, mean, I don't. I don't look at it that way. I want to be able to enjoy life fully. Are you familiar with the the concept of memento mori? It makes me think of weekend, but yeah. Oh, maybe there's a song we can. Uh, memento oh. mori is Latin for remember. No. The... Yeah, and. Uh... I, the first time I ran into that was, I believe, the weekend. The weekend, like, tweeted about it a few weeks ago, or a few years ago, and then that's uh, the name of that's the name of his uh, Apple Music podcast, I believe. Like oh, radio no or kidding. whatever. Yes, yeah, Memento. No I believe I believe it's Memento Mori. It's on Apple Music yeah. Radio. It's Memento Mori. So, um, yeah. But no, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. Go ahead. Yeah. It, it makes me think of a Steve Jobs Stanford speech from like 15 years ago. It was right after he beat cancer the first time and before he got cancer the second time. So he thinks he, he had faced death and beat it. And he's saying how death prioritizes it. It cleans out the, uh, the old and, and brings in the new. It shows you what's important and what's not important. And it helps you filter out the noise. And I find in the jungle, especially in the jungle, is – a lot of people, they're, they're interested in improving their health, wealth, relationships, back to the three pillars, but they're not, they're not so hung up like, okay, I'm going to be a billionaire. It's more of like, I want to make X amount of money 
that buys me freedom of time and movement so then I can go pursue the things I'm interested in, whether it's golfing or it's Perce- climbing the Himalayas. Good. No, you're, you're exactly right. Exactly right. Like I've been saying that's something that I probably learned about five years ago. So I was, you know, probably first or second year of uh, university. And I started to realize like, it's about buying yourself freedom. It's not about becoming rich and rich and just having money. There's a difference between being rich and being wealthy. And I want to be wealthy. And that just doesn't mean from a financial perspective. It means from a health perspective. It means from a relationship perspective. It means it from a spiritual perspective, which I think a lot of, a lot of people in this day and age have lost, you know, they've lost their sense of spirituality. And it's like, we are all connected as human beings, we're also connected to a source, whether you believe that's God, whether you believe that's the universe, that's up to you to decide. But we all have to have some type of spirituality in our lives. And I think that lacks a lot in where I, you know, where I look around. The source, universal consciousness, unity, the divine, whatever yeah, exactly. different names for the same thing across different cultures and times. Damn, we could talk about that for weeks, but uh, or lifetimes, if you will. It's, well, I do, I do expect this podcast to go more than twenty minutes because I feel like we got a lot more to cover. Oh, absolutely! I, <laughs> to talk to your, uh, <laughs> it, it seems to be in the, the spaces with Ox an hour ago at Crypto Mewtwo. On he mentioned he works in, in cannabis, but also familiar with, with the Denver kind of legalization of magic mushrooms and psilocybin. And it seems to be, of course, I've written in my Substack a few articles on on psychedelics and, and mental health. It's it, it seems to be slowly awakening where modern society the last 100, 200 years, we've, we've really lost our connection with nature and also with that Dunbar number, with our super family, our, our extended family. We're, we're very isolated in our, our social connection. Our mental health problems are rooted in um, an unnatural uh, connection with the world. And it seems to be people are slowly waking up where one by one people are are expanding their awareness through meditation they're trying psychedelics they're exploring say free diving or uh, honestly they're just they're trying something new they're opening their mind this is me thinking yeah, we're talking out loud. Think, no no I, I i i love it like you know like this is what we're supposed to be moving towards you know uh when i was i would say i was probably like a senior in high school that was when i started to really see the world in a different way um and i started to realize the things that were happening and it's like now you look up until even just from then till today for me and it's like we are making a lot of progress we might see a lot of negativity on mainstream media we might we understand on a deeper level what's going on that we might not agree with but there are people moving in the right direction and that's all you can ask for and as long as you continue to get more people to move in that direction, I think we'll see a more positive society in the future. Are you familiar with uh, Stephen Greer? Uh, the name the name rings a bell. Or the unacknowledged documentary, or the the alien ET guy. Did you send ah. it to me on? Did you send me a YouTube link to that a while back? Uh, I might have a few people. I, I definitely. Shared. It's on Amazon I, I, but Prime. I'm, no, but I yeah I did I didn't I, I haven't checked yeah. it out. 
so unacknowledged, which is on Amazon Prime, they go and they meditate out out in the field in the middle of the night, and they kind of project out that they're they're on Earth and they're kind of showing their location and they zoom out into the solar system and the universe, and and then they have videos capturing of different ET physical and metaphysical and aerospace craft appearing and 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 whether you think it's it's Fugazi or not or there's of course the the Pentagon is releasing and releasing videos of Navy pilots chasing UFOs um, and saying the videos are legit and pilots around 60 it, it's my point is it's not the question of you know do you believe in ET aliens or not it's it's that this dr. Greer and this his his close encounters of the fifth kind, which is making contact with ET. It gets people out to go out and meditate in sync around the world. And that synchronization is, it's, it's not about ET or whatever's out there or not out there. It's what's inside here that Elon Musk is putting rockets on the moon, but there's far more to explore inside the mind, inside the consciousness which we're all connected to. Um, and since you mentioned yeah, the one is in the source, I mean, uh, I'm like, I'm bringing this up. It's, it's a tricky subject, but uh, it's might be yeah. the most important. Subject. Um, you know, well, I do know that monks all meditate at like three in the morning. I think that's like a thing. I'd have, I, I'm not, don't, don't quote me on that, but yeah. I believe that like over in Asia, a lot of the monks at like three in the morning all do it because they're all like, it's the same thing as you're saying with the aliens. Like they're all meditating at the same time. So they have that universal consciousness connection and like, it's a different vibe. Um, yes. And that's, I, I, you know, yeah. So, and that's why you have more groups doing these meditation meets and circles. I've been, a, I've actually been a far, a part of a few uh, like meditation things, you know, um, with like big groups of people. And uh, you know, it, it's different. Everything just gets real quiet and you're just, it's, it's, it's an experience. It really is. It's an experience with absolutely nothing going on yet. Everything's going on. <laughs> Precisely. Right. <laughs> In this uh, documentary on, it's also on like Amazon, Netflix. It's not supernatural, human, superhuman, something like that. Well, anyways, they're studying consciousness. Uh, and Institute of Noetic Sciences founded by Edgar Mitchell, six man to walk on the moon, who big advocate for like ET and all that other stuff. But, uh, so conscious, they, they looked at plants and they put the plant in a room with four quadrants and there's a light and the light is powered by a random number generator, which sign, which should, uh, flashes in one of four quadrants. What they found was when they moved the plant to different quadrants, the random number generator wasn't random. The light always had a bias, the random number generator to whatever quadrant the plant was in, which showed two things. One, the plant is conscious and two, that consciousness is influencing the random number generator. They take groups of people and they have them meditate on a zero or a one That's... or light or dark or some binary thought. They influence a random number generator. That's so it's no longer random. Also, they found, uh, I mean, it random number generators put around the world on big events like nine 11, the 2005 tsunami, uh, 
the 08 like banking crash, remnant number generators weren't random on high energy impact days when everybody in the world was like kind of synchronized either by something positive or negative, usually negative uh, synchronization. So we're starting to get into like, like gematria. I'm not familiar with what's gematria. Okay. So mm-hmm. that's, that. it's basically what you're saying. So right after this, you're actually, I, I already know you, you're going to end up looking it up. You're probably looking it up right now. I'm looking um, it up right now. Yeah. It's, 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 I can't explain. Oh, just gonna have to, assigning a number yeah. to a name word or phrase based on its letters. Yes. But like, it's much deeper than that. So like, you know, Critical for, well, you know, it's, it, it's, it's with everything. So like, for example, like, uh, people use gematria for like certain like sports events, so, like for the Super Bowl. Like gematria told everybody that uh, the the Buccaneers would win the Super Bowl this year, um, based off of all the numbers that were occurring with what was happening with Tom Brady and the playoff run and the amount of throws that he had. And people connect all these numbers, like, and then they add up to a certain number, whether it's you know seven 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 or you know, certain, like, I guess, universal numbers. Um, but once you dive into it, it gets really interesting. It's not something that I have a lot of knowledge on, but it's something that um, I have definitely run into over my lifetime and tried doing some research on. Well, but that's exactly uh, was, what you're saying. I, I was that's going exactly to be what productive. You're talking about with numbers. This weekend, and now I'll be reading about Gematria and betting on the Super Bowl. Uh, yep. No, no. You, you're, it's exactly what you're talking about. So that's Simulation vibes are strong. Once you start going down it, mm-hmm. it's all, everything's connected, man. Like uh, It is connected. I mean, like, you know, I would um, – you know, I have, I have someone really close to me who always says anytime something like this happens, it's called a holy instant, you know? So, you know, you and I are just, we're, we're on a holy instant. Like it's more, it's more, I guess, I guess, I guess more from a, like a Catholic standpoint, Christian standpoint, but, um, you know, right right there, like we're just, we're just connecting on the same plane. We're seeing it with everything in the jungle and the way things are occurring. Um, you know, something is something that you think about and then all of a sudden, like it it comes up on the, on the screen, on your computer. It's just, it's crazy and people don't want to believe it, but everything is connected. Everything. I'll give you an example. Ox is uh, like a virtual, obviously stranger, a non friend, but this is like a week into the jungle. And we realized we're both in the same job or the same employer. And we also went to the same university and we're like a year apart. And we also know a bunch of people in common. And it was so this is at like middle of the night on discord. We slowly start realizing that. And it's like, was it a coincidence that ended up here? No, no, there's no such thing as a coincidence. There's no such thing as a coincidence. And I will always say that. I mean, there isn't. And uh, could you elaborate? I, I mean, of course people have heard that before. But... So, so, so one of my, obviously my favorite show of all time is the Sopranos. I mean, hands down, but that's not what we're talking oh, about. Yeah. What we're talking about is my, I'm one talking, of my favorite yeah. of all time is, I'm talking here, man. <laughs> but um, uh, wait, hold on. Little thing. Uh, Sponge said something at 9:20 in the chat. Yo, fake. I don't know what we were talking about seven minutes ago. I mean, maybe he was talking about the moon landing being fake because you're talking about that. I don't know what else. He, he, he just texted me or uh, DM'd me, 
Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, but anyway, so one of my favorite shows of all time is Mr. Robot. I don't know if you're familiar with it or you heard about it. I am. It. I, I watched, um, I've seen the first two seasons. But, and those faces, the masks they wear, <laughs> people are actually wearing that now. Dude, it's, it's, no, it's, 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 it's a, dude, I'm not even kidding. It's exactly what I wanted to occur in my, in my life. And it's happening right now with the jungle. It's literally the same thing, but with more of a positive spin and not as much of a, I guess, I wouldn't say Antifa, but I feel like there was more violence and there was a little bit more, like it was more about computer hackers. Um, but it's the same kind of thing. It's about starting a financial revolution, changing the world, changing how people think, being anonymous, and all of that's connected. And one of the biggest quotes from that show is there's no such thing as a coincidence. And once you start to realize that it's not just a show, it's, 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 it's really connecting just to real life and reality, there really isn't. Everything happens for a reason, whether it's good or bad, but it happens for a reason. You do feel that, and I think the first time I really felt that was uh, was was psychedelics. But it was, you know, you started hypothetically, of course, information purposes only. It's usually, oh, you got a couple of friends, and maybe you're in college, whatever, and you just gotta try it. But then you get to the point where you realize your awareness, your intelligence is expanded. So you go and take, say, five grams of mushrooms or hero doses. I don't know yeah, a little heroic dose, Terrence McKenna, you know. Or Terrence McKenna, and uh, you go meditate for a couple hours in the dark, and it's without going into details of crazy shit. It's, it's feeling that interconnectedness with nature and, and human, feeling that human experience. What does it mean to be human? No words can describe it. And it's feeling. And we're all we're. And we're all disconnected. We're connected to it. But on another level, we're all disconnected to it because of where we are at in society and how far away we are from what is actually reality. Right. So it's like right. it's, it's that fine balance of like going inside yourself and feeling that interconnectedness, but also realizing the outside world is the outside world. If that, I don't know if that that really makes sense, but that's what it, it leads into coming tweet, coming, yeah, coming to me from ago. the source, you know. Uh, you mentioned uh, something. I was nature. You go raw form, raw milk, raw fish, raw sex. Chris had a laugh, and then I'm like, wait, right? Interesting. Return. Yeah. To your so roots. It, uh, it's like to elaborate on that. Um, you know. Everything raw is usually better for you, right? So you want things in its purest form. You want you want things to come straight from, you know, God or God. That was not man-made, but, you know, something that came from God. And um, I don't think God intended us to use condoms. So it's like raw sex. Yes, we have there's STDs. Yes, you don't want to get somebody pregnant, this, this, and that. But I will tell you that... <laughs> raw, sex, raw, raw sex is much much better than you're preaching the choir here brother yeah but exa exactly but it's but on like a deeper level it's because you're you're actually not connected to the other human being because you're putting a fucking plastic bag on your car right it's right? like wearing a face See mask that? trying to talk face to face 
Exactly. Face condoms to the the rescue. And it's the same thing with how with dairy, we, you know, at least here in the United States, everything's pasteurized now. And certain states, raw dairy is banned. Why is raw dairy banned? Oh, because of the bacteria. You can get salmonella. You can get what? Bullshit. Like, we're supposed to be eating from the source. Like, you take milk, right? And when they pasteurize it, they heat it up, and all of the nutrition and the vitamins are just gone. So what's the point of drinking that? There's no, there's no nutritional value. I mean, you can even go to the store. If you're not looking at organic milk, they pump synthetic vitamins into some of these milks to say, oh, you're getting your, your calcium or whatever. It's like, right. well, that's not really, like, why, why, why would I have it that way when I can just have it the, the natural way that our bodies are meant to absorb it? Um, Absolutely. So, I mean, if you go down, like, just the, the rabbit hole of just, r- like, raw milk, for example, raw milk is one of the most nutritious things that we can consume as human beings. And we are meant to consume it. But, is it up there with, like, almost beef liver? Any farmer in America. Yeah, it's up there with beef liver. Beef liver is definitely up there. Um colostrum which is um uh which is the mother's first milk from a cow it's like usually between like seven and ten days i believe uh (laughs) when the mother it has more nutrients for the calves uh so that's usually like the number one most nutritious food uh you can get that in like a powder um you can get it in pill form uh but you do have to find it from the right sources um i use sort of thrival s-u-r-t-h-i no t-h-r-i-v-a-l um and it's really expensive like if you want to get the biggest one it's like a three or four hundred bucks for like a big jar that'll last you like six months to a year um but it's fantastic for you it has every vitamin your body needs it has minerals in it that your body needs uh it's and and it fills you up so if you really want to you can just take in the morning take a glass of water throw some colostrum in it or raw milk in it and then maybe have like two raw eggs and you'll be satisfied throughout the day until, you know, dinner time or even later. Um, so that's, you know, to me, raw stuff is always better. Raw honey's better. You know, same thing. They heat up honey, takes out all the nutrients. It's like, if you really think about it, it's like, why, why would people do that? Why would they go through a process to make things not as nutritious for you? But that's or the whole point. The, the system's against it. Yeah, the, the, system, the system's against us. If we couldn't drink raw milk, then we would have stopped drinking a while ago or adapted. Somehow we survived all this time. Wait, what, what was that? I, 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 lost, I lost you on that last part. On the raw food, whether it's milk or maybe, maybe fish or something else, if we were able to eat it for millions of years and all of a sudden we needed pasteurized, well, bullshit. Yeah, ex- if we were able to do it before, yeah, sure. exactly, and it's changed. But that's that's the only thing that I there's there's obviously I'm a human being. There's things that I need to work on, and it's like trying not like to channel that frustration towards more positive things because I get so frustrated talking to just normies, and you start and they just are like, oh, like everyone else does it this way and it's like well you're a fucking idiot like because you're like everyone else so you're you're just being an idiot it's like you gotta you you gotta you gotta think outside the box and it just it comes that way to everything and it's like 
get to the natural purest form. We do it with, we do it with, you know, with cannabis, we do it with uh, certain drugs, but uh, when it comes to the foods that we eat, uh, you know, look around, go to a regular supermarket, right? The whole middle of the supermarket is crap. You want to shop around the perimeter of the supermarket. That's where all the real food is. So when you go to the supermarket, I grocery store, I go right, I hit the meat, and then I end up going over to the butter. And yeah, it's the shit in the middle. Maybe salt. I think I have to go in the middle for salt. Right. And the thing is, I always look at it as everything in the middle of the grocery store is poison. It is. It's meant to poison you. Uh, I'm not. I don't want to get too deep into this because we could talk about it all night. But yeah. cereals, for example, if you oh if you God. eat if you Crap. eat anything from General Mills, if you eat anything from General Mills or Kellogg's, I'm sorry, you're you're, you're just you're not going to make it. NGMI, no way. Like it's just it's not it's not it. what you should be eating and what you're consuming. That glyphosate is crap for you. Uh, the wheat, the wheat they use is crap for you. The corn they use is all GMO, and it's just, it, it's just not good. So I was it's like shop this, on the uh, perimeter of the store. You say gliso, gliso, glyphosate. Glyphosate. I might be. It, is that the one uh, the Monsanto Roundup? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So glyphosate. I was butchering the name. It was mapping out a timeline. So the GMO, genetically crops, they're weaker, less resistant to disease, or they, they're basically such that they need the, the Roundup. And that Roundup, I think it heavily started, was it late 80s, early 90s? Whatever the timeline mapped up, but they were looking at different yeah, around there. I would, I would chronic issues, like autism, allergies, ADD, asthma, and a bunch of other like early childhood diseases that are so much more common than they used to be, even a generation ago, even like 40 years ago. And they mapped the timeline when, when G, uh, Roundup glyphosate was released. And they're showing it go into, it's just the food, then it gets in the water, and you have rain, so now it's in the air. So there's poison in the food, the water, and the air. And the timing of glyphosate maps up with the timing of all these unexplainable explosions in Disorders. It makes it a hundred percent. But where we're going in this conversation, if we're, I, I can't believe we got to this point, but basically yeah. <laughs> every, 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 everything that we have been taught through conventional means. So like just, you know, public school, the media, bullshit. everything do, do it's bullshit. Do the opposite. And Everything that the government does is not for you. It's for their benefit. They don't like you. They treat us like cattle. That's what they look at us as. And if you, if once you start to realize that, everything starts to open up in your mind for you. You start to realize, okay, I kind of see how things are going now. So I guess I want to bridge it to this just because it's it, it's just my you know my consciousness. It's just you know stream of consciousness, but. You know, I talk to people about chemtrails all the time. A yeah, lot of people don't sure. believe in chemtrails. But I've seen if them. You, if you, first off, <laughs> if you just do your research, the government, the government, the government has admitted they do it. 
So that's the first thing. But people will say, oh, it's a conspiracy. Well, the government's admitted it, so it's not a conspiracy. But if you look up in the sky, there's a difference between... Oh, if you look up in the sky, you'll see. You look at this, like, it's, you'll see it. There's you a difference between a regular contrail, which disappears within, within seconds, right. and, then a, and then a chemtrail, which stays up in the sky for a couple hours at a time, slowly dispersing. And I'll have you conversations with, you know, friends of mine. Exactly. It's, it, it's, it's, it, it, it really, and it just, I look at it and I'm just like, look at people and I'm like, the fact this doesn't bother people. Like we go on highways every day. People drive every day, go to their nine to five, go to work. Everybody sees it. And everybody, for the majority, the 99%, they all think it's just normal. And it's like, I don't understand how you can't be outraged by that because it's killing you and your families and your pets. And you don't realize it. Like, because you or I, we only have control over what we can control. We can't control the chemtrails. Nope. Right? So only how you respond. That exactly. So you know, um, I, I'm not. I, I I know we just got all the way over here from raw food, but um, high level. You know, it all the, the pattern in the jungle and in, in bowtie community. And many have read an article yeah. comparing the parallels between Bitcoin and carnivore diet. But as exam as an example, the community is generally the mindset of rejecting the mainstream narrative. Bitcoin is right. the absent of fiat. Carnivore is the absent of you know, sugar and oh. seed oils and, and carbs and whatever. It's it's elimination. And bullshit. It's, yeah. Right. It's it's doing it's 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 doing making the counterpoint. So if they tell you to do cardio and eat canola oil, I'll do a bench press and eat eggs. They tell me to do exactly. a 401k and buy government bonds, I'll not do a 401k and not buy government bonds. <laughs> I mean, it's really, it's, re it's really like that. And, um, you know, my whole lifestyle is surra basically surrounds doing the opposite of what we're told and what we're supposed to be doing. And guess what? It's worked out for me very well. Um, and... You know, there's, pe new, there's people that, you know, a year ago weren't in my life that I'm around. I'm, I'm not talking about the jungle. I'm just talking about my personal life. And yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they will both tell you that, that they've told me multiple times before I've saved their lives. I've changed their lives. And it's like, you know, I don't want to take credit for that. I'm just like, you know, it's just, it's just me being me. But it's like, no, they're like, you know, you got me off alcohol. I didn't realize how bad alcohol was for me and sugar. You know, I didn't. Under, I never understood chemtrails. I didn't realize that uh, the marijuana that I was smoking was actually, you know, not that clean, and it had, you know, uh, pesticides in it. I didn't realize that all the food in my cabinet was basically shit. Um, right. And all of a sudden, and all of a sudden, you know, within the last year, these these people, you start to see how much they change, not physically, mentally, and all of a sudden, it's like because they're doing the right thing. And it's like not just going with what everybody else is doing. And I'll tell you, it makes it makes me happier and it makes everyone around me happier. So it's like that's the goal, right? The goal is to be happy. That's that's really the main goal. It is. So and how you define that is is of course a whole nother tangent. And I don't think there's a <laughs> end state where you're just like, 
I'm happy, good, lucky, and everything's fucking great. It's more of a peace and presence. You have accepted the things yeah, you exactly. cannot change, and you had the courage to change the things you could. And you're content with that. Yeah, I mean, you you get it. You you and I are on the same. Uh, sure. We're in the we're in the same boat, man. We, we both we both get it. Absolutely. But here, long run is also with the podcast is to is to eventually bring on on more people, and of course, Twitter Spaces. Well, that's it's live only. But having having an audience where you have a few people kind of debate almost intellectual sparring on a different different subject. So maybe it's it's diet nutrition and yeah, that uh, helping people make small adjustments one at a time uh, for their own well being. Yeah, man. As you say that, it reminds me of just kind of like the vegan cult, you know. So, going back and forth with them because you know, the a lot of ve- a lot of vegans really truly believe that they're doing right for their body, and it's like you can you if you kind of go to that side of yourself in their shoes, you can see why they believe it's good for them, but they don't they don't have all the facts. So it's like I'd say it, it, you can kind of see it. It's Physically, it's you know, show me a carnivore that's that's weak and frail and tired and hungry and sick all the time. Show me a vegan that is all those things, and you'll find a dime a dozen. Yeah, hundred percent. I forget who that one girl is on YouTube. There's this one girl on YouTube that, like, you know, she started her journey like five, seven years ago or something, and like. She documented everything being vegan, and you should see it. You could literally document her whole timeline through all the videos and see how much more deathly she looks as Aging. the years go on. And it's like it, the, the proof is right there in front of her face and to everyone else. But it's like once you get sucked into that mentality, you just, I guess you're just, you just, you know, you start lying to yourself or you start to really believe your own lies. And it's like, I mean, we see it with everything, you know? We see that with everything. All right. Well, an analogy, the, it's almost like beef and Bitcoin are in the same boat with the, oh, it's the energy or it's uh, the cows farting too much, like, as opposed to the monocrop haircut yeah. culture that destroys all the soil and, you know, Bitcoin using 75% renewables when the Teslas we drive around are running on 12% renewable energy from our local power. It's It's... It's when I see that, it's like, damn, as an example, did they get to Elon or does Elon just not understand? Like, clearly, there's that's that's incorrect. It's the same mistakes think, we all make I, when we I, first get to I think he understands. I think he understands. Right? Yeah. I would like to think he's smart I mean, like and I, he's just uh, yeah. being, like, deceitful with his audience versus he's also dumb. and. Uh, but then it's like, all right, <laughs> what's the ulterior the, the, it's the elite. It's the elite mentality, right? I mean, the elites are a special club, and we're not in it. And, uh, you know, you see, I, I think, you know, Elon is just another, like, grow, I still respect him in certain aspects just because of, like, the way we certainly view things. But for the most part, like, he's just another elite to me. He's just another, you know, puppet for something bigger um right 
everything everything is scripted in my opinion i think everything's gonna be scripted out all the way through 2030 um have you ever read agenda 2030 what's it called agenda 2030 um i'm not sure see if the covers so so is that the u.n thing it's basically the new world order oh yeah, yeah yep yep i've read that yep so so the whole the whole point the whole point of that right is uh, is they, they, they go and say it's about global warming, like basically that's the whole thing. It's about climate control and climate change. That's what they try and they're trying to get across to everyone around the world. But they don't. The thing is, if you really read into the fine text and start to realize what they're doing, it's all about the plan to be able to have total control over the whole world and have a one world government. And that's why we continue to see things about climate change. And that's why uh, I think it was two days ago, Joe Biden said the biggest face- issue facing Americans is climate change or uh, global warming. And I think almost every American can even people that uh, I would say are more like left or far left would even agree that that is not the biggest issue facing America at all. I think the biggest issue facing America is probably finance or some of Wealth inequality. Uh, it's definitely the, not. The, the polarization, political polarization, the, the fractional reserve, central banking. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we can keep we can keep going with it, but basically, yeah, that's, yeah. that's that's when it's going to continue to happen through twenty thirty. That is the goal. They're going to for the next, you know, nine years. They are they are going to continue to push global warming and they're going to say we have to do this because of global warming we have to do this because of climate change and it's just it's all fugazi fugazi you know whatever however mcconaughey would say but it's it's bullshit and they're going to use it because they're using human empathy to be able to say oh we all have to care about climate change and so we're going to go with your agenda because we believe your agenda is doing right but we all know that the agenda has nothing to do with climate change. It just has to do with control. And th- it leads all the way down to what Bowtie Bull says about bugs and everything. Yep. They're going that, yeah, that's push, a good analogy. They're going to they're gonna, they're gonna continue to do that. And, you know, I, I, I don't want to put it out there because, you know, the things you put out there, you know, it can become reality. But I do believe that before 2030, I would probably say between 25 and 27, uh, we're going to have a famine and people don't want to believe that that's going to happen. But just look at what's happening. What happened the other day with a fifth of the meat plant or whatever, you know, or not like I'm not a fifth of the meat, plant, a fifth of the meat, you know, so we're, we're headed towards that. And I think people just think that we live in some, I don't know, like, uh, like a, like a fairyland or some shit. Like everything's always going to be okay. But less than 100 years ago, we had the Holocaust. You, know, you think 100 years ago was that long on the, the, the whole timeline? No. Yep. Like, we could easily run into something like that again. But people just, they don't want to believe, they don't want to believe that something like that can happen. But it's like, it's occurring right now. Look at the Uyghur slaves in, the, in, in China, right? So, yep. so, I don't know. I mean. That lines up the timeline yeah. of the turning is... <laughs> Have you are you familiar with the fourth turning, the, the book, theory? No. So uh, published in the nineties, 
basically it mapped out that society follows a life cycle about 80 to 90 years, a long human life. And it's broken up into four phases, uh, a childhood phase, young adult phase, middle age, elderly, uh, or they call the rise, the awakening decline and the, um, the turning, the fourth turning is winter. It's so roughly every 80, 90 years. And they mapped out, they predicted it would start for turning would start around 2007. This is the nineties. One of the authors is alive. And in hindsight, he's like, yes, about 2007 iPhone wars in Iraq and Afghanistan housing crash. So about 80, 90 years ago was world war two. 89 years before that was civil war. 89 years before that was American revolution. 89 years before that was the uh, intercolonial wars. And then the glorious revolution in England. 89 years before that was the Spanish Armada. 89 years before that was the War of Roses. And the data goes back to the late 1400s. They don't have written records before that falling out. And they found that there's, there's consistent patterns. So, for example, um, you can predict which phase within each 89-year block, if it's the first quarter, the second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter, uh, inequality peaks wealth, immigration bottoms, um, birth rates peak, uh, et cetera. And it's, uh, um, it, it, it's, it's a whole rabbit hole and a whole other tangent, but for turning, definitely take a look at it. Sorry, reality, but it's, the timeline they map is so about 25 years, 25 years, 2007 to about 2030 and change. So we've got almost a decade left of this. And, <laughs> oh, and, uh, <laughs> and like we're getting warmed up. And, and you're right. Nope, that's that's really interesting that like because I, I, i've never heard of that but it's exact if that's lining up with 2030 that's exactly what's going to happen like these next these next the nine 2020s years, years is the 1930s the big the 2020s it's going is the to 1930s. be the biggest ups and downs yep and it's going to be the biggest ups and downs you and i ever face like we're gonna have very we're gonna have some high highs where we really like you know i think the high highs are you know crypto um you know, certain technology, maybe uh, AI. And stuff like that. But then we're going to have the low lows. And yeah, and the low lows are probably going to outweigh the highs. Um, I don't want to put it out there, but that's just the way it is. And, you know, right now it really is a, a battle of good versus evil because we have a lot of people out there that are just psychopaths that are really evil people and all they want to do is control, control, control. Um, and it, it's like, it's just unbelievable just like looking around at how much everything is fake and how everything is propaganda. It's like everywhere you turn. I mean, I can't even go on my phone or go on a social media app without being told I have to get a vaccine. That's... I mean, that's, I mean, that's, cra if you really start to think about that, that's absolutely freaking crazy. Like I am being told by Instagram, if, in the, like basically telling me, Go get the vaccine. You can schedule your vaccine. Anytime someone posts something about a vaccine, the CDC little blurb pops up at the bottom or the who blurb pops up at the bottom. And it's like, okay, so only two, two to three people are controlling all of the information or organizations controlling all the information. <laughs> and everybody just wants to, t everybody totally just wants to trust it. And they're like, doctors know that data backs it up. It's like, what fucking data are you looking at? You're looking at a bunch of data that is paid for by these people to get the data that they want to give you. 
Right? Yeah. So, Ownership of information. Distribution information. Yeah. So, uh, so people are going to continue to see all the way through 2030. And it's good that I'm able to uh, discuss this with you on here because I can't get all of these points across through text on Twitter because I will be shadow banned. Or oh, I'm yeah, gonna, yeah. Uh, Any know, of these keywords, yeah. Um, or, yeah. We're, we're, yeah, yeah and, and, this, and these are the things that I do want to get out to the world and doing anonymously is great um, because I think that some of my ideas and the things that I think are uh, different than what even some people in ours in the jungle would think, but uh, it, it, it comes with a lot of thinking and a lot of research and it's not just something that I just, you know, read and pulled out of my ass. It's like, you know, I, I, if I find something of interest, I dive into it. I research the hell out of it because I want to make sure that I fully understand the concepts and what's happening in that information. It's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's quite a time to be alive. It's, it, 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 it really is, man. It really is. And it, it it's just shocking. I mean, I'm blown away every day that right now that I'm sitting here talking to you. Like, what the fuck? I'm talking to another animal. But like, <laughs> it's it's so. But it's so much. But it's so much more than that. It really is. And it's like I can try and tell my friends or family or whatever about it, and they just they may understand it, they might not. But for the most part, they kind of look at me a little sideways or a little crazy. But it's just like. Most of my life, I've been kind of looked at a little sideways, a little crazy, and it's and it's worked out for me in a lot of ways because I think outside the box. I wanted, I want to, I want to explore the world. You know, what? Do you, ever, do you ever see that video of Alex Jones where he like does the screaming for like a minute and he's just like, all these people are listening to Justin Bieber when they could be like, they don't give a shit about like, like traveling the world or whatever. I gotta send it to you. It's hilarious. Definitely watch, yeah. You know Alex Jones. Of course, he's been on Rogan a couple times recently. Alex Jones, like the early 2010s, and then I you know, stopped uh, watching that for whatever reason. And and now it's it's kind of scary how much of the shit, the, the crazy shit he was talking about, has actually happened or begun. It's it's like oh, here here's the oh. holy instant, bro. Holy instant was talking about this last night with a couple of my friends at Buffalo Wild Wings. Now, mind you, I didn't eat yes. Buffalo Wild Wings. I ate dinner before because I'm not eating any of that shit. But, like, we, we were sitting down and we were talking about, we were talking about Alex Jones and we were talking about, like, you know, look at how many things that he's predicted that were real. He's, he hits the nail on the head way more than anything on mainstream media, but he will always be demonized. And it's like, you know, I don't know if he really is a a shill or whatever, because you know, there's you, you can sit back and say that he's a it's a whole psyop or whatever, but control you know. Vision. But I I enjoy his content. It's the same thing as Joe Rogan. I personally believe Joe Rogan is a little bit of a shill. You know that he knows things that he is not allowed to say, and especially with the Spotify deal, he can't say now. Um, right, right. Because he was he was all in favor of uh, you know basically flat Earth and. Uh, he hated. He didn't like NASA, and all of a sudden, changes his tune real quick to it, and he starts putting NASA shirts on for all his podcasts. I mean, that was a little bit weird. 
it is it is odd that he has such a big influence but it's like whatever he's got celebrities come on they talk i mean one celebrity's talking about unacknowledged and the et doctor group but he's talking about dmt and smoking weed with elon musk and it's just like this seems too like easy that he's this popular and he's not vilified like alex jones it's like okay all right controlled opposition we'll we'll give a little platform and we'll, we'll manage it we'll manage it it's like it's like once again like back to the balancing thing it's like I enjoy Joe Rogan's content, but I am weary of everything that is on there. So it's like, it's still good content. It's not like he's still providing a lot of information and helping a lot of people, especially men that are, pro- you know, dealing with probably masculinity issues. The same thing with Jordan, like what Jordan Peterson does. Um, yep. But you still have to be, um, you know, you kind of have to just take a step back and make sure that you're not totally sucked into it. Because it's just like anything else. Like if you get sucked into anything 100%, it's like you're going to get blind. You're going to have your blind spots. And it's like you want to be well-rounded and be able to see things from other perspectives. Because, for example, like Joe Rogan isn't God or Jesus. Like he doesn't have all the answers. It's just like anybody else or any celebrity that people worship, even though I don't understand why people worship celebrities. It just doesn't make sense to me. But I, I, um, I understand it a little. All right. Yeah. <laughs> My, my ego thinks I understand it is it's what the spaces was talking about like two hours ago with uh, people you know, being all these political, whatever, but they don't take care of themselves. They're pieces of shit. They're, they're unhealthy, but yet they, they think they're better than you because they're like, yeah, like, you know, climate change, like go vegan. It's uh, it, they're living vicariously through something else. Um, it, it's, co- it's cognitive dissonance at its finest. Yeah, cognitive dissonance. I don't have to work on myself because I'm figuratively working on other people. Right. It's 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 crazy, man. All all of it is. All, all everything. It's just like uh, pointy question. How do you? Of course, with all that in context, how do you contemplate your own mortality, uh, spirituality, God, this, whatever you want to call it? How do you contemplate that reality that we're going to die? Memento Mori. All right. So I personally, my beliefs are I'm a man of God. So you know, I was raised Catholic um, uh, uh, as, you know, through high school. You know, I think I lost my way. I think a lot of kids kind of go through that where they don't really believe in God or anything because of um, – just what's going on in their lives and what's going, and then the people that are surrounding them. Um, I feel like I've reconnected with that. Uh, but I do believe that like there is a spirit world. Uh, I believe that reincarnation is real, but we just don't remember it. I believe that you and I have had, you know, nine lives, um, whether it was human beings or different or different animals or entities. Um, but we won't remember that. Uh, we could, you know, for the most part. So that's how I kind of, that's how I look at it. Um, do I feel like if we're getting a little bit deeper from the mortality, do I fear death? I think, every, ooh, um, I think, uh, the majority of people, uh, fear death in some type of way. Um, I totally haven't let go of that. Like there's parts of me that definitely have a fear of death. But as I have gotten older, I have learned to let go more and recognize that it is in God's hands and not mine. Um, 
And when you kind of start to follow that path, things start to fall in place for you. It's time to the external versus internal. Serenity prayer. Which can't control, which can't control. Yeah, and that's and that's always kind of been my motto, you know, like you really there's a lot of things you can't control and it's like there's certain things that uh you know I, I, I may worry about and I try not to worry about. Um and that's like those are the those are the things that I have to work on through meditation, breath work and you know, focusing on the right things. Um, but yeah, it's all about what you can control. And for the most part, you can control everything in your inner verse. And if you can, if you learn how to conquer, wouldn't be the right word. I would say, um, just like how to like understanding yourself and your inner self, that outer world, like the things will start to get better in the outer world for you. And, you know, I see a lot of people that I know and that I see them struggle because, they're so focused on the outer things and they don't realize that like, it's really not the outer things. Like it's the inner things. And then your outer world actually changes because of the inner things. Interesting. Interesting. Um, you know, cause it's like you, cause we were talking before about like energy. So it's like, if I like try and go more inside myself and go more inner and like, let's say I focus on love, the outer world, I will have more love because I'm focusing on it on the inside. But if I'm on the outside and I'm not, and I'm trying to focus on love because it's something that I want, but not something that I'm going inside and like actually really feeling, I'm not going to attract it. And that is, at least for me, that has been in my life. That is, that is real. Because I, it, 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 it's the, it, the proof is in the pudding for where I'm at in my life and where I come from. Because I didn't, I came from a, a space where, you know, I dealt with a lot of trauma and abuse. And like today, I'm not in that space. And like, that's because of the inner work that I did in God. It's not because of the outer shit. Finding peace with yourself to find peace with the, the world. Right. Exactly. Uh, is there a specific meditation? Uh, well, actually, back up. Have you read any of uh, both sides breaths? Uh, um, I listened to his piano thing for a few minutes, but unfortunately, it was like going in and in and out. Like his the audio wasn't good. Um, I think I dabbled and I looked at something that he did, but it was it wasn't. I didn't look into it much. Um, I definitely read one of his uh one of his Substacks. It goes into Wim Hof and free diving, all the breath work behind it and how that incorporates with different meditations. Uh, but it seems right up the. Yeah. Wim Hof is Wim Hof. Wim Hof is great. Um, I got one of his books. Uh, I knew about him like probably six years ago. Um, you know, he's, he's a, he's a great man. And he, he like the things that he's actually done are unbelievable. The fact that he learned to control his immune system is absolutely insane to me. The E. coli. Um, yeah, when he got a, he got in, I know he got injected with a certain virus or a certain flu e. or something, and yeah. then like he literally, yeah. And so it was E. coli. Yeah, um, I mean that's a, that's that just shows you the power of the human mind and the human body, um, and a lot of people don't want to put in that work, um, and I can understand I can understand that, um, but that that's just so cool. Like that's that that 
that's superhuman stuff right there. Um, and the fact that he just did it by breath work and going into freezing cold water, uh, that's all you need, you know? Like, we have everything that we need. Like, God gave us everything we needed. It's it's almost, and of course there's these transhumanism, like, life extension, like, trying to solve aging. And it's like, it makes me think of that movie with Justin Timberlake, Time, where everyone's 25, or the rich can live forever, eternal, eternal youth. <sighs> Death is what makes us live. We, we die because we live, but yet we live because we die. If we didn't believe we're going to die, then we wouldn't capitalize on the time we have. We wouldn't innovate and produce and progress. Uh, and also we wouldn't appreciate. It's like we have the tools to live a healthy, fruitful life. And, and then it's on to the next. And it's... It's like it's Jeff all, it's Bezos all blurry, is doing man. better than us, but we're all doing better than Steve Jobs. It's like, it, ex- what exactly. are we racing to? And, and Jeff Bezos, you know, might be doing better than you and I financially and in the business world, and he always will be for the most, you know. But that, does, that doesn't necessarily mean that he's happy. That doesn't necessarily mean that he has all the things that he wants. Like, you know, I, my life is far from perfect, but you know, I have people around me that I love and care about and that makes me happy. And like, it's like, I'm only competing against myself. Like comparing myself to others isn't going to do any good. Like I can compare myself. If I want to do like, for example, imagine if I compare myself to bow tied ox, like I'm not bow tied ox. I'm not jacked off. I'm not jacked off my ass. I, w- I would like to be, but I'm not there. I'm Ranger. I also, I also don't. Yeah. I'm also, I know, you know, I, I, I never was in the military. I, you know, I don't, I don't believe in taking testosterone, you know, I, I'd rather go the natty way. Um, but like, I don't, I don't, I don't judge him for that. Like I actually respect them for it, you know, but it's like the same thing. Like I can't compare, you can't compare yourself to others. You just can't, you ha- you're competing against yourself. And I think a lot of people get caught in those like certain like mind traps, you know? Because I even see it in the jungle. I feel like some people are trying to compete against one another in the jungle, and it's like it's not like that. It's not about competing. It's that abundance mindset versus scarcity mindset. Hundred percent. Yep. Hit the nail on the head. Damn, puppy. Uh... I honestly might have to. I might break this up on uh, recording. I'll I'll try to find like a, a natural transition. Yeah, no. And maybe make it to two. Yeah, uh, I mean, but I will. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, no. I was I was just gonna say like, um, you know, uh, we it is we've been on here for a while, and uh, my AirPods are gonna die soon. So uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're making all? that little they're making that little noise in my ears like that they're dying. Right. So uh, we're we're the AirPods. We are the AirPods. Uh, I will. Uh, I'll, I'll clean up a little bit uh, when I get it downloaded. Uh, probably end of the day Saturday. I'll kick it out um, as a YouTube link. I'll share my website. I'll share the full uh, with you and like the. Uh, Clips, I'll, I'll probably just do some clips on Twitter. I'm not sure if I'll put the full thing because it's even if it's half, it's still. 
I mean, who, who goes to Twitter and wants to listen to Senate for half an hour? But um, I'll, I'll start with little clips. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, some highlight it's not, shots. It's not, it's not like you, right? Like 53 yeah, I mean, it's minutes not like in. You or I are, uh, we're still, we're still, we're still new to the game. Like, we're still, like, we've only had these accounts for a month or two. And it's like, you got around, like, I think 800 followers. I got like almost 400. It's like, you know, unfortunately, a lot of people, like, there's not enough people that still want to watch this that long. But in the future, nope. they will. Trust me, oh, yeah. they will. They and you will get be, people in. Be people, but right now, you get, you get another speaker right coming in. We're, we're still early. It's uh so tomorrow so, Saturday. I think Sponge and Breath are doing something on like consciousness, breathwork, spirituality. They're going to do a spaces, uh, and he's and Breath is going to play some piano while doing that. Um, I'll be there, and of course we'll promote it. Uh, it's. It's making it up as we go. These are all proof of concepts. It's and uh, puppy, I appreciate you coming on today in uh, daily DJs, something like that. Yeah, daily DJs. That'll work. No, no, dude. I, I, I appreciate. I really appreciate you having me on. I appreciate you inviting me. Um, and uh, you know, I, I'm looking forward to uh, having more conversations with you and everybody else. Uh, you know, this was my first day in the jungle talking. Um, uh, obviously, as we discussed before this, I, I wanted to go the voice changer route, but started to recognize the hurdles we would have to deal with that. And it's like, it's just so much easier just hopping on with your real voice because of Twitter spaces and, you know, discord chat. And it's like, I want to be able to connect with you guys because I'm connecting with you on a text basis, but I'm like one of the only guys that isn't really talking because I kind of feel like there's like that core that we kind of have with Discord and Twitter. Like, you kind of have, like, a core yeah. group of, like, five or ten animals that you, like, we're all kind of, like, in the same kind of thing. And it's like, I want to connect with you guys because right. you're – you guys are more like-minded than – to me, than anybody else I've ever been around. Because a lot of people from where I'm at, like, friends or whatever, a lot of stuff I even talk to them about, they, just, they don't believe me or they don't – they don't – they're not interested in it. And it's like, you know, I don't judge them for it, but it's just like I wish that I could have – you know, more intellectual conversations with individuals that share the same, you know, knowledge and ideas. And that's what we have here. And the whole bow tie community has created a, a filter, but at the same time, we're having these conversations on discord and now Twitter spaces. And if someone you don't vibe with, they're just another animal avatar onto the next. But if it's like a good friend of yours and you kind of go off the cliff, it's almost like a point of no return where it's like, Oh, you just burned that bridge. Um, right. Almost kind of e echoing what you're saying. So, uh, yeah. right. So right, right before we get off. Um, so are you, are you into sports or no? Into sports? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Did we talk about your sports podcast? Which was the first, literally the first thing on my list. Well, to talk that's not, well, that, well, that was that was what I just wanted to say because you know you invited me on your podcast. So if you're into sports, oh yeah, hey, uh, let's break. Hold, hold up, like give me like five seconds. Podcast. Hold up, five seconds, just silence. Yeah. All right, a bowtie puppy. Uh, you mentioned a sports podcast on Twitter a couple days ago. Uh, any details you can share, what that might look like, uh, what you're trying to adjust, the vision you have for a sports yeah, podcast? Yeah, I mean, uh, so, 
so Barbary, uh, you inspired me a hundred percent. Um, so that goes out to you. So right there, like, that's just think about that as a human being, you're inspiring somebody else. So like, like pat yourself on the fucking back. All right. Um, seriously, uh, you know, uh, I do, I, I, the thing is I, when it comes to crypto, I believe that I would call myself like somewhere like intermediate. I'm not a total, you know, autist, like crazy, like, or, or, uh, you know, uh, I, I understand things on a beginner level really well. Uh, and then when it starts to get to DeFi and more advanced, um, parts of just DeFi and crypto, that's where I start to struggle. So it's like, I can provide information there, but like not as much of value. I look around the jungle and I don't really see anything with sports. Now I understand that sports aren't totally, um, at least if we're talking about sports, it's not totally a productive thing, right? It's not about improving ourselves or anything, but we don't have that medium. And I know that the majority of the jungle is men. And that means that most men in the jungle watch some type of sports. Most people watch at least something or at least they're interested in something or sports betting or whatever. So I want to start introducing that to the jungle. Um, You know, I want to talk about all different sports. You know, we can talk about people participating in sports. Uh, We could talk about, you know, what's going on in the sports world, whether it's baseball, football, uh, soccer, tennis, et cetera. Um, uh, Analytics. I'm a big analytics junkie. I believe that analytics are a huge part of a lot of sports that are evolving. And we're starting to see that with the numbers. Uh, and I, you know, I would like to just Moneyball is one of my favorite movies. Probably one of the best movies that was produced in the last ten years, other than like Wolf of Wall Street and maybe a few others. Um, but most of the movies that were produced in the last ten years have been shit. So, uh, so yeah, Moneyball. Uh, I love Moneyball. A hundred percent. I really love Moneyball. One of my favorite quotes of all time is "Still adapt or die" from Billy Bean. Um, I think that's what we're doing right now when it comes to the jungle and crypto, and just realizing like you know. Crypto's the move. It's not fiat. Adapt or die. Um, but yeah, I just want to be able to start talking to other animals and seeing uh, what they think about sports and just even having a 30 minute to an hour conversation, just chill being guys and just talking, you know, uh, discussing whatever is going on in the sports world. I'd love to talk to people about what they think about going on in baseball right now with, uh, you know, the spider tack and the sticky on the, uh, on, on the pitchers, on the pitchers uh, hands or, uh, you know what? What we what we should expect for a seventeen uh, game season in the NFL, which we've never had. Um, so I mean, sports is that, is that you could talk endlessly about sports, and I think that would be a good place for Puppy to be able to uh, show off his knowledge from that perspective. Absolutely, and there is precedent, of course. Bull has posted a couple uh, prop bets for line bets for. Maybe it was boxing, but sports. Exactly. So, are you are you, do you do you got a favorite sport, or are you uh, are you a big I, sports I'm guy? A, or? I'm a Patriots fan, so you know immediately Mike drops everybody, unfollows me, and, uh, and blocks my account. Um, no, no, I don't. Yeah, I, don't I, I watch football I, Sundays, I mean, but not. I don't really follow sports, especially sports and like mainstream news and politics. That what I was watching when I was in like. You know, grade school, high school, it's, it's just kind of died. I, I barely watch TV. I, no, I, I agree with you. Yeah, I don't watch TV much. Um, you know, I still I still follow, you know, uh, football and baseball, and I still follow, like, my teams pretty religiously. Uh, 
but I don't I don't watch like you know for baseball I don't watch baseball every day it's like maybe once a week you know I might sit back and enjoy some of the game uh but like it's not like it used to be it's not like I'm totally obsessed with it when I was in high school that was my life I was obsessed with it now it's kind of more something it's like uh an escape something to enjoy but I recognize it's not productive uh but that's why I think the podcast is a good medium to be able to be able to talk about sports and be able to kick back and enjoy it and feel like you're doing something productive with it. Uh, would so, spaces as a concept make more sense? Uh, you know, Bowtie Puppy hosting whatever you're calling it, some sports spaces, insert name, and on this time of day and cross promote it, gets people to hop in and, and see where it goes, where the conversation goes. Yep. That's 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 the goal, and uh, I'm I'm a Giants fan, so uh, I'll take those two Super Bowls from you. All right. All right. Uh, so you you have a bit of an, a little bit of an accent. I'm like ah, I wonder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm 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 a Giants fan, so uh, yeah. enjoy those two Super Bowls. But uh, I think I think yeah. you'll take all, all all the super all the Super Bowl wins you got with Belichick and Brady, and uh, you know, I assume you probably even enjoyed watching Brady on the Bucks last year. Oh yeah, every Pats fan is now a Buccaneers fan because uh, it was, you know, it was it was eighty uh, percent Brady and twenty percent Belichick. Right. It's uh, hot damn, hot damn, man. All right. All right. Now I'm gonna call it. Uh, that's uh, yeah, that's yeah, definitely the record fans. run. I'm definitely going to split it up. I had to do a five-second tactical pause because I'm going to cut and do the – like do a clip with just the sports stuff and get like the meat of it. So it's like, hey, here's Bowtie Puppy. He's thinking about doing a sports podcast. Uh, oh, dude, that's, that's awesome, man. I mean, I, I, I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, I, I hope to be back on your podcast soon. I hope to have you on the sports podcast and uh, – Absolutely. Uh, more conversations you know, and uh, more degenerates. Exactly. Well, have a good night, brother. Uh, yeah, you too, Bubby. Hey, soon. And yeah. uh, <laughs> the hay's gonna hit I'll us. talk to you soon. Yeah, you stay safe. I'll see. Take you. care. Cheers.